So we move into hour number three. Nice to have you here. Good morning. Good afternoon. The coaching carousel, again, is a big topic. Nice to have you. All right, so I'm going to go to the phones in a minute, so let me hit you up right now with that. 1-800-636-8686. We're still responding to and talking about whether or not Bill Belichick could actually be the right guy for the Bills. Jeffrey Chidiha brought that up. And again, I don't want to put him in a spot where it's out of context. He was not pushing for it. He just brought it up theoretically, like, what if? What if? And he made the point that Sean McDermott's done a really good job. That before Sean McDermott got there, that franchise and the culture of that franchise is not anywhere, or was not anywhere near like it is right now. So it's not that McDermott has not done a really good job, but can McDermott get them over the hump and get them to the next level, or do you need a coach? I will say they've gotten as far as they can go. They've plateaued. Something has to change. What they're doing is not working beyond where they are right now. They're out in the divisional round again. Yes, they were busted up, but nobody wants to hear about that. So what they're doing is not working. The question is then, what is the change? Is it a coaching change? Because you're not making a change at quarterback. I mean, Josh Allen's getting some heat right now. I'm not saying he's the perfect quarterback or the perfect player, but he played well. He did play well. I'm not putting this on him. I'm not even putting it on the missed kick. Although wide right does hurt, doesn't it? But if you want to talk about Belichick, let me give you some reaction, and then I'm going to react to it, and then we talk about the Lions. You get some phone calls in. Bill Radker writes, Hey, at Jim Rome, I love the idea of the hoodie in Buffalo, but Pagula doesn't have the stones to take that big swing. McD is a good coach, but he just can't deliver. Way too many self-inflicted mistakes all year. The window is still open, but the roster will look much different next year. I think the window's not nearly as open, and the roster will look different next year. It has to. And it doesn't seem like the kind of move that the Bakulas would make. I agree. But that brings me back to the other question. Why is Belichick not getting more run? Either this is extremely stealth, except notice on social, whenever a team interviews a coach as a candidate, they put it out there. So how stealth can it be? Why is the hood, if he's the GOAT, not having like a bidding war? Why are teams not falling over themselves to get him? Why are teams with openings not pursuing this guy? Why are teams that don't have openings where he'd be an upgrade not pursuing this guy? Well, here's the flip side. Maybe he's not the GOAT. Hear me out. Maybe he's a great coach. Maybe he's not. Okay. Semantics. He's the GOAT. He's got the rings. But maybe, especially at this juncture of his career, he's not seen in that light around the league because he doesn't have Tom Brady. Maybe that's the reason. And then on top of that, if he's not seen the same way without Brady and he wants all that same money, I don't know what he's asking for. But if he's not seen, seen the same way without Brady, because we've seen him without Brady, look at him. They're one of the worst teams in the conference. If he's not the same without Brady, and he's now 71, and theoretically, he wants all that money, and he wants all that power, then maybe he's not the GOAT, or at least not seen that way, or is not as attractive a candidate. Maybe that's why. 
Maybe that's why he's not getting nearly as much attention as you might think that he might get. Because certainly Dallas isn't saying, hey, that guy's available. That guy's an upgrade. I want him. Philadelphia, now it looks like, because Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni are going to have a joint press conference reportedly on Wednesday. Doubt that they're doing that to announce that he's being fired. So they're not saying Belichick is there. He's an upgrade. The Chargers have an opening. And we haven't heard him connected to them at all. Maybe he's just not seen the same way as he was with Brady. Because we've seen what their team looks like and what their record is without Brady. They're garbage. Garbage. So the opportunity may not be there. But, 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 what if he gets a quarterback? What if you give him a franchise quarterback? What if you put him in a position with a team that is competitive or close? Could he be the difference? But say, I don't know, Buffalo? Where'd he come out? Rome. Long time, first time. Buffalo will soon be the AFC version of the Dallas Cowboys if they don't make a coaching move soon. As a multi-decade fan, a big D, I can absolutely see that coming. Sad. Paul and Cheyenne. Let me tell you something. Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. He is. He's not perfect, but he's better than Dak. So I, I don't think that there'll be that version. The version you're talking about just got bleep canned at home in the wild card round by a seven seed. Say what you want about Buffalo. That wouldn't happen to them. Getting beat by the defending champs late in the fourth is a lot different than getting housed and boat raced in the wild card round. Lions fan, I do have thoughts, but let's go to the phones. 1 800 636 86. Eight six. Let's go to Buffalo. John in Buffalo. Hey John. How you feeling, John? What's going on? Jim, it's time somebody took the uh, rose colored glasses off the uh, off Bill's media or sorry, Bill's mafia. Uh for years Pagulas have run the Sabres into the ground. The business, they've run them as a business, they've capitalized on the money. They walked into an auditorium that was paid for. They got walked into a uh, hotel across the street from the, from the uh, auditorium that was made theirs. They've run the bills long enough to get the new stadium built for, for the uh, suck to begin, and uh, they will just milk them for the cash. All right, so that's a Bills fan. I appreciate it, John. You know, that's a Bills fan saying, look, this is what I'm saying. They're running it as a business. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that a lot of these owners run it as a business. Do you know why? It's a business. It's a business. It, it, here's the dirty little secret. Not everybody is in it to win it. Some of them are in it to make a hell of a lot of money. And it's a vanity play. Oh, and you can make a hell of a lot of money and have an asset worth billions, you can have an asset worth billions without ever having to win a Super Bowl. So there's that. I'm not accusing them of that. Let me ask you about the Dallas Cowboys. They haven't won anything that's mattered in decades. Why is that? Bad management? Or maybe, maybe it's not the most important thing. 
I mean, really, what are Jerry Jones's priorities? We know. In no order, but what are his priorities? Getting people to look at him. Getting people to talk about him. Making money. Printing money. Winning football games. Being competitive. What's the most important thing to that guy? If the most important thing to that guy was winning championships, wouldn't he have come closer by now? I think it's important to him. I do. But I don't think it's the most important thing to him. I don't think it's the most important thing to other owners either. I'm not saying that unless you hire Bill Belichick, it's not the most important thing. Let's separate these things. I'm just saying not every single owner is in it to win it because it costs money. But every single owner is in it to make boatloads of money. And they all do. That's a Bills fan saying, no, they don't want to win at all. They do not want to win at all. They came in. They made a lot of money. Quote, they ran the Sabres into the ground, and they clearly don't want to win the Super Bowl, or they'd make a change. I think from the Buffalo Bills standpoint, they're trying. I think I think they do care. I think they do want to win it all. They just haven't. And what they're doing hasn't worked. It's gotten them to this point. Hey, listen, that, that's a team you can be proud of. It's just not a team that can get over the hump. They're out in the divisional round again. It was all set up for them. Kansas City was not supposed to be what Kansas City was, and they had that game at home. And they were favored. I actually felt good about them. I did. I felt good about them in that game. I felt good enough about them in that game that not only would they would win, I felt good enough about them to lay the points. Still not good enough. The more things change, the more they stay the same. I thought Jeffrey Chidiaha made another good point. He said, why do we underestimate Patrick Mahomes when he's got a chip on his shoulder? I'll tell you why. He doesn't wear it so it's so visible, but he's got it. And you forget sometimes how motivated that guy is, despite the fact that he's in the championship game every single year. He was motivated. He heard it all. They're not the same. It's a defense that dominates that team. They're there because of their defense. Kelsey's washed. Tyreek's not there. He doesn't trust his receivers. None of them can catch the ball. He heard it all. He just didn't make a point of saying, I've heard it all. Lions fans, where are you? How are you feeling right about now? You hung over? You like your chances? What do you think? Let's talk to one. Let's go to Detroit. Tommy in the D. Tommy, how you feeling? Hey, Romes, I'm feeling great. You know what? You talk about a chip on your shoulder. Jerry Goff has, I think he's got the biggest chip on his shoulder. And you know what? All he has done all year long is deliver for us Detroit Lions. We're like right here, and we're like, this is uncharted territory. We've won two playoff games in a row. The first time since 1957, Romes, and it's like, this is unbelievable. And we're like riding this. We're riding the Lions, man. We're like, you know what? Dan Campbell is like, we call him, here in the D, we call him Dan Gamble because he does gamble a lot. And, you know, most of the time it works. And um, sometimes it doesn't, but usually it does. And we're going to ride this right. We're going to, San Fran is beatable. They're not this 
great team. I don't care who they are. Green Bay should have beat them. And we beat Green Bay this year. So it's like, you know what? We're going to beat San Francisco. Romy, we're going to the Super Bowl. Can you believe it? The Detroit Lions. Damn it. I can't believe it. Ooh, yes. I'm so I'm we're just so excited here in the D. We can't it's just unbelievable. You hear me? Oh no, I got you, dude. I was just letting you go. I was just letting you go. Tommy, I got you. Rock him. You got it, dude. I was just letting you go, man. Sick, am I still on the air? Are you getting that rope? Are you getting this? Are you getting this? Oh, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I feel you. I can even uh recap it for you. One, you love Dan Gamble. Two, Jared Goff's got a giant chip on his shoulder. Three, we can beat Frisco. Four, by the way, we're going to beat Frisco. And five, can you believe it, Romes? We're going to the Super Bowl. One thing, you do have to play San Francisco. You don't get to just pass go and go right to Vegas. But you know what? Maybe. I I think it's not an unfair statement to say that Green Bay could have won that game and maybe even should have won that game. But give the 49ers credit. I think that's a game they needed. I think that's a game they needed in the sense that, one, you want to talk about the most insane stat, the fact that Kyle Shanahan was 0-30 when trailing by 5 or 7 going into the fourth quarter. That That is incredible. Like, they never come back on anybody late, ever, ever. That was the first time. And I, I know there's this community of Brock Purdy ain't bleep, Purdy can't do jack, Purdy is a system quarterback. I'm not saying that Purdy is Joe Montana. I'm saying that he's better than nobody. He's not a system quarterback because other guys have been in that system and not had that kind of success. Yeah, he's in a great system with a great play caller and tremendous weapons. Oh, one more thing. The other rap, he can't win without Debo Samuel. Samuel goes out early, and yeah, he struggled. He didn't play great, but when they needed him to play big, Purdy played great. He led them down the field on a game-winning drive late, something he needed to do, and he did. So tip your hat to the guy. Give the guy some credit. I think that San Francisco, when they needed the stops, they got the stops, and, and I'm always taken by this. The thing about the 49ers, the John Lynch Shanahan 49ers, you hear so much about their system and the schemes, and Kyle Shanahan's brilliant. And dude, they'll punch you in the face. That's a physical team. A physical team, defensively and offensively. And you got a quarterback that I'm not saying the guy's perfect, but he is a young quarterback who can win a championship. And if they do win a championship, it's not going to be because they won in spite of him. I, I personally have a lot more respect for Purdy than all of those that are out to get him saying, look at him, man. And by the way, he also came back from a major injury to play the way he's playing right now. Oh, and he's in the NFC Championship game. You can't just roll the ball out there and have anybody under center and expect to be where you are because the system's that incredible. Shanahan is smart and he's good, but he's not that good. Nobody is. There's no coach that can scheme that well and play call that well that you can just keep getting to the NFC Championship game without somebody who can play quarterback. But Lions fan, I'm not going to talk you out of feeling how you feel. You should feel good. Romy, we're going to the Super Bowl. You might. You might. 
The odds Damn makers it. don't think so, but Damn you might. It. I can't believe it. It's almost like this dude talked himself into it in the middle of the call. Can you believe it? The Detroit like, Lions. Yeah, we can do this. Damn it. We can do I this. We can it. do this. No, wait. We are going to do this. Ooh, yeah. You know, at the end of the phone call when he said, can you hear me? You hear if me? I said to him, yes, I can hear you, just keep going. Within 30 to 60 seconds, I bet he would have gotten to, Rome, we just won the Super Bowl. And man, it feels incredible. He would have gotten there. Damn it. He was mo- Damn it. We just won the Super Bowl. I can't believe it. As far as Goff having a chip on his shoulder, no, no, my man's got a boulder on his shoulder. You just wouldn't know it because he's kind of a flat line. But I got nothing but respect for the way he's handled himself, the way he's reinvented himself, the way he's rejuvenated his career. He and Baker Mayfield both. It's amazing. But then again, it goes a long, long way when you have somebody and an organization that believes in you. And that's not a shot at the Rams at all. It worked for them. They made their move. They got their ring. But that was a move that worked out for both sides. And I give Jared Goff a lot of credit. And I give a lot of credit to Dan, quote, Gamble, for like, if you have a guy like that who believes in you, man, that goes a long way. A long way. And obviously, he believed in his quarterback and pumped him up. Because I'll bet you Goff, say what you want about Goff, and I'm not inside his head, but I bet he was beaten down pretty considerably, mentally, in terms of his confidence. I bet he was not feeling very good about himself by the time he got there. And he and they built himself back up. 1-800-636-8686. I like it. Phone lines are ringing. D, we call him Dan Gamble. Reaction's good. Gamble Let's keep it in the D. I don't even have to give you my thoughts on Detroit. I'm going to let the Lions fans come in and tell me their thoughts instead. Let's go to Dave in Detroit. What's going on, Dave? How are you? Hi, Jim. How about you, man? Hey, thank you for a couple weeks ago when you got me to chill after that disaster against Dallas when they stole the game from us, man. That's what I'm here for, dude. I got you. I got you. Anyway, as far as my Lions, I've been a fan. I'm not going to give my age because I know that's against the rules now, but after watching them for six decades and seeing them get this close, there is no way with the backing of this city that we are not going to get to the Super Bowl and win it. And I know Lamar is better, but remember what the 9-7 and seven Giants did to the undefeated Patriots back in the day? That's all I got to say, man. My man. Nice job, Dave. That's why I told you, don't give up the faith. He's saying that this town, this town is behind this team. We can't lose. Hey, listen, I'm not talking to you off that. That's the way you feel? Great. I love it for that town. I love it for the D. I'll say it again. I've always said this. Hockey town is actually an amazing football town. And That's an amazing thing to say about a team that's had very little success in football for a long time. But they are. They've always loved the Lions. They've always wanted it so badly. It's a great football town. So it's absolutely incredible to see them in this situation. A game away from playing in the Super Bowl? The Lions. The Detroit Lions in the Super Bowl. Listen, Jared Goff has played in a Super Bowl. He has that. You know, I'm looking at their secondary. You can get them. I'm looking at their defense. You can get them. 
but I'm looking at a team that believes and a team that's tough as hell. They've got a puncher's chance. Hey, how about you want to go someplace else? The Raiders, I don't want to call it a Friday dump, but it was Friday. Antonio Pierce got the job. Antonio Pierce got the job. Raider fan, how about you jump up in here? That's a win. Not a playoff win. But Mark Davis, the bull, may have finally smartened up. Now, it's going to be all about what Antonio Pierce does with his staff. And more importantly, I think, it's going to be all about who they hire as a GM, who selects the personnel. But in terms of a guy who can command a room, motivate a team, and get star players to buy in, they had their guy. Antonio Pierce. No, Max Crosby said, if you don't give this guy the gig, I want out. Devontae said, we have our guy. Give it to him. Josh Jacobs was even making some noise about possibly bouncing. So the bull got that one right. Now it's just a matter of building it. Raider fan, what do you think? And you don't- 1-800-636-8686. Let's get a break in here. Come back with more. Hey, don't hang up. I'm seeing phone calls that I want to take. Don't hang up. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you are stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you're stuck in because maybe you're not. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of terrible timeshares for over a decade now and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of these bad timeshares. They might be able to do the same thing for you. To get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and what your options are for cancellation, call Wesley and get your free timeshare exit kit. See how you can become timeshare free. The number is 800-462-3333-800-462-3333-800-462-3333. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Did you know Discover wants everybody to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you can have access to 24-7 customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means... You're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations. Apply. I'm not sure which one of these two submissions is more offensive. This one's actually not that offensive. It's kind of funny. Damn, Jim. Lion fan. Sounds like the dudes that finally get to have sex with the hot girl. And then finish fast so they can go call or text their friends to brag. Slow down, D-Town. <laughs> Thanks, Ron in Illinois. I'm not thanking him. He signed it. Thanks, Ron in Illinois. I, I don't know, Ron. I, I would say that maybe that works. Except the ones that are calling that are so fired up. 
probably haven't had sex in three decades or more. So I don't know if that's fair. This dude. With me. Hey, Tommy, is what you say true? Is this actually one of the more tame submissions from this guy today? Tommy says yes. Hey, V, I'm going to read this. Not because it's responsible, because it's not. Not because it's amusing, it's not. But as an example of what you cannot do on this show, V, dude, I know that you've run through every single stop sign ever. Like the third base coach is way out, like, no, no. V, V's that guy that takes the wide turn, trucks the coach, not only runs through the stop sign, but makes eye contact to make sure that the coach knows that he sees the stop sign. V flat out trucks his coach. And then the catcher's holding the ball like when V is still 50 feet from home plate. And trucks him too. And, you know, Ray Fosses him into the dugout. This is an example of that. Romeo. Sure. Saddam McDermott. Couldn't get the Bills to Taliban together yesterday. But the Bills' defense was decimated by injuries. Injuries aren't an excuse, but it's hard to win a game with fifth-string linebackers trying to guard Kelsey. Signed, V in the fee. P.S. The Raiders hiring Pierce is a good look for Mark Davis. Warn me doing the impossible and using Mark Davis and good looks in the same sentence. No, V. War you doing the impossible and doing something responsible. Dude, 911 jokes? Like, too soon, dude. And by too soon, I mean forever too soon. It's not funny. I'm even almost, 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 no, I'm not, willing to overlook the rule about personal appearances are not show fodder. But I've always made an exception in your case, V, when it comes to Mark Davis. This guy's got an interesting point. Or he did till Tommy erased him. Brian, C and SP. Hey, Jim. Oh, it's an ATP. Let's hold it. ATPs, by the way, would be nice. Ask the pros. Ask the pros. Hey, Brian, yours is going to get red. No matter what. Anybody else want to jump in? I need an ATP. Ask the pros. Ask me anything you want. And we'll get some phone calls in too. Next segment. James Willie, 81594, quote, some players just choke in the big games. Josh and his coach are prime examples. Look, there's choking, and then there's coming up short. There's choking, and then there's just getting beaten by a guy who's better. That's why Rasheed Rice was so funny to me. Alvin, rack that one more time. This reporter lays it out like, you know, Patrick is 3-0 against Josh. Like, how do you explain that? And he's like, uh, Patrick is better. Quarterback against quarterback game. Pat's now 3-0 against Josh in the postseason. What does that say about quarterback? What do you think about that? He's better than Josh. <laughs> like. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I love the way he ended that with that laugh, too. Like, Bill's fan, you might not think that's very funny, but his answer is. What do you think about that? He's better than Josh. <laughs> he poses the question. He's 3-0 against him in the postseason. So, like, what does that tell you? Well, what does that tell you? He's better. <laughs> duh! <laughs> like, duh! <laughs> <laughs> 
they, they pay you to ask questions like this? Like, he's better. <laughs> so that's, I, I say that not to pile on, but to say that Josh Allen is not a choker. He just keeps running into a guy who's better. He keeps running into a guy who might go down as the greatest player in NFL history. Honestly. The guy's been a starter six years, and he's been to the AFC Championship game six times. When it's all said and done, he might be the GOAT. This is the problem. He keeps running into that guy. Not that he's a choker. All right, when we return, an ATP and more of your reaction. I did mention I will be in Vegas. I will be in Vegas for the Super Bowl, but incredibly not on the row. Now, that does not mean I'm there for a tour stop. Pat, the CEO, it just means I will not be on the row. I'm not going to be live from Javier's. I'll, I'll take that off the table, too. I mean, maybe, but that's not the plan right now. Things change, though, when Javier shows up. Just like back in the day, here comes a name drop. Get ready to catch it. Just like back in the day when Kobe Bryant would hit me up a few times a year and say, yo, fam. Javi's? I'd be like, see you there. I'd drop everything. When a Javier himself shows up and says, yo fam, Super Bowl coverage? I might change everything. He's Javier. Let's get you a sports update here. Let's get to that ATP. It is time to answer the Ask the Pros question. You clones get to submit a question to me. I get to answer it. And O'Reilly Auto Parts gets to sponsor it. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast. From the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts, Brian CNSP. This is the one that I started last segment. Let me finish it right now. Jim, with the caliber of coach like Bella Chest, why does he even need to have a second interview anywhere? Hashtag ATP. You know, for a moment, I thought the same thing. He's Bill Belichick. <laughs> and, and when the process started, didn't we think also teams don't interview him, he interviews teams. And that's not the way that's playing out. So he not only did he have to get a second interview with the Falcons, I'm still not hearing about a second or even a first interview anywhere else. Again, Weird. That's got to be awkward. Like Arthur Blank's doing his due diligence. Maybe hiring Bella Chest is not the best idea. But how would you like to be Bella Chest? Saying, yeah, yeah, hey, Art, really? I, I need to come in again? On the yacht or off? This guy's got to be like, I'm, I'm Bill bleeping Belichick. And then Art might be like, well, Bill, we thought you were. But then, then Tom Brady left, and then you don't look like him anymore. You don't act like him anymore. Oh, and by the way, by the way, can we get a list of references, too, if you don't mind? Can I get an updated resume, too? This one here, your LinkedIn account says you're still with the Patriots. That's not true. Yeah, I mean, it's, 
It's not that simple. Come to find out, it's not that easy. Come to find out, there isn't as much of a market for the goat as we thought. You know why? Maybe he's not the goat. Hey, Rome. Can Alvi do? A, can Alvi do a handstand? <laughs> Dan and Raleigh. That, that's a negative. No, no, no. That's a double negative. Alvi's like, I wish I could, dude. I wish I could. Hi, Jim. What do you like watching sports on TV? Sitting the entire time, jumping and hollering, or barely paying attention? Thanks, Bella B. in Calgary. All right, Bella. It really depends where it is I'm watching. You know me. I don't play favorites, but I'd be lying if I said I don't have a personal investment in some. I'm not going to lie. I got pretty fired up for the Texans run. Jungle team. Jungle karma. Hey, Bella, I'm not going to lie. I gamble. There's certain things that I will get up off the couch on because I got down. Hey, CD Rome, are you a disc golf guy? ATP, ask the pros, Andy and Wisco. Bro, I'm a nothing golf guy. I'm a spectator golf guy. You're talking to a guy who has belonged to multiple clubs and never picked up a bat. Actually, I should be a disc golf guy. Those club memberships are cheaper. Peter, come on, dude. This guy's just trolling me. Peter G's or G's or G's. Jimmy, are you a Heinz 57 or an A1 bold on your stakes? <laughs> come on, man, really? Here's how I approach steaks and sauce. <laughs> Two things I don't do. Order a steak well done and then douse it with A1 Bold. I'm not saying that I won't hit a steak with sauce. If I go to a fine steakhouse and they offer a side sauce, I might go Beauregard on your ass. Hello, Mr. Rome. Would you like some Bernays with your filet? Yes, that'd be quite nice. I think I would. Thank you. Mr. Rome, I'm sure that you would find horseradish appropriate with your prime rib. Would you not? Yes. Yes, I would. Mr. Rome, would you care for some red wine reduction sauce with your dry aged? Yes, sir. Yes, I think that would be very pleasant. Thank you. Sir, do you live in Pacific Palisades and do you know Beauregard? No and no. You know, I never ask for any sauce or ketchup or Heinz 57. I, I don't ask for anything for my steaks, ever, ever. If they include some sauce on the side, I might dabble. Come on, bro, don't troll me. Rich in H-Town, quote, Have you ever been caught on a hot mic? Every day. What day haven't I have? What day haven't I been caught on a hot mic? Every mic is hot, and I'm on the air every single day for three hours. I always say something I regret. So, yes. He said, War Jungle Karma, propelling my Texans to the playoffs this year. Can't wait for next year. Yeah, I think CJ may have had a little more to do with it than me. Jungle Karma. Okay, let's go to the phones. 
Let's go to Oceanside. Greg, appreciate you being patient. Greg, what's up? Oh, man, it's low. I was getting a little worried. Jim, thanks for getting me on, man. I appreciate it. Um, Raider Nation, AP. Yeah, I, I don't really care who's our new GM um, right now, but we got AP back. And Charger fan, <laughs> hey, how about self-block? I heard that rant he did that pissed me off when he told you not to go to Vegas and you went to Vegas and I think you had a great ass time, but um, I just want to say, Hey, war of the red is nation. Get in here again. So uh, Jim war. Oh my gosh. Uh, and... You feel better. You don't like that. Call. I don't like that. Call. My brother, not a very good call. Sorry, not sorry. My brother, you know, you were like one of those flights where the window popped out and you didn't have your seatbelt on and you got sucked right through the window. Or if that's harsh, you were like on one of those flights and you were the pilot trying to get the plane down and it wasn't going to land safely. So I put, I, I took care of that for you. I landed your plane for you by running you. He said, I'm a Raider fan, and I really don't care who they hire as GM. Well, my man, you should. Maybe in the moment, you shouldn't. But by now, the weekend's gone. And now these things matter. Now they have to build it. You should care who they hire as GM. You should care who's going to pick the players. Otherwise, you'll be picking a new head coach again in a few years. Oh, it matters. I like to hire a lot. I do. I'm just saying the guy can't do it himself. He's not going to run the front office. He's got to assemble the right staff. But what he can do is command a locker room, represent the silver and black pride. AP gets that. And connect with and motivate and inspire star players. All important parts of a job for a head coach. But he needs the star players. I like the hire, though. I really do. It's Mark Davis saying, hey, man, I know. A few years back, Rich Passaccia came in, and he came in in like an impossible situation. I mean, it was, it was so much worse than even what Josh McDaniels left for AP, the situation, because of all the off-the-field issues they have. And he did an amazing job, an amazing job. And the players loved him, and the players made it very clear. Hey, cut, bull cut. Keep him. We want him. That's the guy. And Mark Davis said, you know what? I hear you. I hear you. I've got my own plan, which I actually kind of respect. Like, I'm not. It was a bad decision. And I'm saying that about my guy, Josh McDaniels. It was a bad decision. It didn't work out. But you come full circle, and Davis is like, I learned from that. It's not necessarily the splashiest hire. My guys love this guy. They played for this guy. They had a winning record with this guy. You know what? He's the guy. Now let's give AP what he needs and let him do his thing. Let's go to Kansas City. Casey's having a big day, and understandably so. Let's go there again. Chris in Kansas City. Hey, Chris, how are you? Hey, hey, Jim. I just wanted to express appreciation to all those Bills fans on behalf of all Chiefs fans. We appreciate you all out coming on out to shovel the snow at our house. Yes, that was our house. It is our house. 
I do have one complaint, though, yeah. The bathroom's left a little bit to be desired. So next time we come back to our house, let's tighten it up. That's all, Jim. Thanks. Go Chiefs. Oh, dude, rack him. That is too much. Rack him! I want to thank the Bills fans for shoveling out the snow in our house. However, the bathrooms left a little bit to be desired. So next time, let's tighten it up in our house. (laughs) Chiefs fans cracking me up today. They just are. Can we argue with that? (laughs) 1-800-636. 8686. I think that's going to wrap it. Let me see if I have any other reaction before I go out. Good start to the week, though. Now we're done. Now I'm done. I want to thank everybody who took part, including Kyle Van Noy, who was awesome. Had him in hour number one. Jeffrey Chidiha was here in hour number two. Third hour was wide open. Good reaction. If you wanted to say something today and we didn't get to it, you will have that opportunity tomorrow. My thanks to the XR4TI. Good job, y'all. We're coming right down to it. Divisional weekend's done. Championship weekend coming up. We'll have some really good interviews and some good previews coming up, too, this week. Then it's on to Vegas. Once again, thank you very much for listening. Have a great Monday, and I'll see you tomorrow. We're out.